Welcome to Salt Shaker 513 Podcast, where you will find devotions on a variety of topics along with teachings of biblical subjects to stir your spirit, encourage your spiritual growth, and infill you with the Word of God. Wherever you are, sit back and receive what God has for you in this message. So as you hop on, let me know where you're watching from. Go ahead and share this. And we are going to get into the book of Proverbs. Let us pray as we join the Vegetable Church. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for wisdom, knowledge, revelation, and understanding from your word this morning. That as we go through the book of Proverbs, that we would all receive revelation of what you have for us and who we are because of your son, Jesus. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Proverbs, we're going to start. Good morning, Elder Katie. Thank you for hopping on. We're going to start in chapter 3, and I'm going to read the whole thing and break it down a little bit. I was going to dance a little bit, but y'all don't want to see that, just because I said the word break it down. But I'm saving y'all the pain of that. All right, here we go. I'm going to read out the New King James Version to start. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. So you've heard us say a lot that the word is conditional. If you do this, then he gives you the results. And right here we see that if we do not forget his law, if we keep his commandments, then we'll have long life, life and peace. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. So if we follow the words of the Lord, if we follow the Bible, if we live according to it, that we will have long life, peace, favor with God and man. Verse 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. How many of us have ever said to ourselves, to another person, we've prayed it, man, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do next. Where do I go from here? If that's you, then just put an emoji hand up in the comments. Because I know we've all been there. But right here it says he will direct our paths. Verse 7, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. So the Word of God, if we live according to the Word of God, He provides health to our flesh and strength to our bones. Ms. Kay, I'm glad you're the only one. At least you're being honest. Verse 9, honor the Lord with your possessions. So here we have, that's giving. That's all about offerings. That's about tithes and offerings. Good morning, Miss Amy. Oh, Xavier joined in with you. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with your first fruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. So just in these two verses right here, 9 and 10, it tells us about giving, it tells us about prosperity and provision. Let's see what the Amplified says in verses 9 and 10. It says, Honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors and with the first fruits of all your income. So shall your storage places. So what are our storage places nowadays? Those are called bank accounts. 
So if you want your bank accounts blessed, if you want to be prosperous in your bank accounts, it says to honor him with your first fruits. Your, your storage places will be filled with plenty, and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine. How many of you would love for your bank accounts to be overflowing? I know I would. Lisa Gomez, good morning. So let's go on. Back to the New King James, verse 11. My son, do not despise the chastising of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom. So remember, we're still talking about the word. And the man who gains understanding. That's what we prayed for today. Verse 14. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain is gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand. So again, promising us long days on the, on the earth. Verse 18. Oh, sorry, 17. And her ways are pleasantless. Pl ways of pleasantness. It's not a word you see every day. Good morning, Shirley Knuckles. And all her paths are peace. Verse 18. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain her. Jump over to the Amplified, verse 18. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold on her, and happy, blessed, fortunate, to be envied is everyone who holds her. Her fast. So the Amphite is saying, I didn't even catch that till now, that we will be so blessed that if we live according to the word, if we get wisdom and knowledge and understanding and revelation from the word, that we'll be so blessed that others will envy us. Verse 19, the Lord by wisdom founded the earth, by understanding he established the heavens. I mean, that shows you how important wisdom and understanding is. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped from the dew. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. Verse 22. Good morning, Sandy. So they will be life to your soul. We all like life, right? We like to be alive. We like to breathe. And grace around your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way. Provision of safety. Good morning, Jennifer. And your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. I like this part coming up. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. How many of you toss and turn at night and you're like, man, I wish we were promised good sleep. Well, right here, Proverbs 3, verse 24. You are promised sweet sleep if you seek wisdom from the Word of God. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor trouble from the wicked when it comes. Let's look at what that says in the Amphite. Be not afraid of sudden terror and panic, nor of the stormy blast or the storm and ruin of the wicked when it comes for you, for you will be guiltless. So don't be worried about panic. 26. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those who, whom it is due. When is wait, why am I struggling reading today? Words. Do not withhold good from those whom it is due, when it is in the power of your hand to do so. Do not say to your neighbor, Come back, come and come back, go and come back, and tomorrow I will give it. When you have it with you, do not devise an evil against your neighbor. For he dwells by your safety by you for safety's sake. Wow. I'm gonna take a break.
<laughs> My mouth and brain are not working together today. All right, verse 30. Do not strive with a man without cause. If he has done you no harm, do not envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways. For the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsels with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. Verse 33 in the Amphite says this, The curse of the Lord is, is in and on the house of the wicked, but he declares blessed, joyful, and favored with blessings, the home of the just and consistently righteous. So if we live our lives consistently according to the word, he says our house will be joyful and favored with blessings. Come on. Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. The wise shall inherit the glory, but the shame shall be the legacy of fools. So, so much of us, or so many of us seek the thing, the blessings. But right here, this whole chapter is about seeking wisdom. If we seek wisdom from the Lord, if we seek wisdom from the word of the Lord, what the word says, then all these blessings become ours anyways. And when we have wisdom, we know how to handle the blessings. We don't just fervently go and spend on stuff that we don't need. So wisdom, we have to seek wisdom. When we seek wisdom, we get prosperity. We get the blessings that go along with it. All right, so we can move along. And if you have any questions on the book of Proverbs or prosperity, just don't ask me about prosperity in the book of, uh, let's say, 1 Timothy today. We're sticking to Proverbs, but if it's a general prosperity question, I'll answer that too. So you can say that right in the comments. We're going to move over to Proverbs 8, 17, out of the New Living Translation. It says this, I love all who love me. Those who search will surely find me. I have riches and honor as well as enduring wealth and justice. Listen to this part. My gifts are better than gold, even the purest gold. My wages are better than sterling silver. I walk in righteousness in paths of justice. Those who love me will inherit wealth. I will fill their treasuries. Come on. Good morning, Mallory. You're supposed to be working. Stop slacking off. So he will fill our treasuries. Uh, chapter 10, and since my wife's not here to take up all the time talking, it may go quick today. I'm just kidding. I usually go longer when she's not here for some reason. Proverbs 10, verses 2 through 6. This is pretty cool. When we, when we were studying for this, what I got out of this passage is what you spend your money on matters. So we, we can study all the stuff about prosperity. We can study about his blessings. We can study about all that. But there are some practical things in life. It's just like, I think I get to this later, but if I'm spending my money on sinful living, then I'm blowing a lot of money that otherwise, I mean, just just like um, cigarettes. If, if I'm spending money on cigarettes, then I'm blowing money. I'm throwing money away. So Proverbs 10, 2 through 6 says this. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing but righteousness delivers from death. The Lord will not allow the righteous soul to famish, but he casts away the desire of the wicked. He who has a slack hand becomes poor. So lazy people become poor. But the hand of the diligent makes rich. 
He who gathers in summer is a wise son. He who sleeps in harvest is a son who causes shame. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. So what we spend on, how we live, that's an even better way to say it. The way we live can either cause us to prosper or it can cause us to be in poverty. Uh, verse 16 says this, The earnings of the godly enhance their lives, but evil people squander their money on sin. That's just what I was talking about there. You can squander your money by sinful living. If you're living righteously, you're not spending money on addictions. How many people in this world have addictions? Tons of people, and they're wasting money. Okay, what about anxiety, stress? How many people are on anxiety meds? That if we took a hold of the Word of God, if we lived according to the Word and got that wisdom, that knowledge, that revelation that comes from the Word, that He has set us free. He set us free from all addiction, all bondages, all, all anxiety and fear and stress. He set us free from all that. He he's causes us to be whole, to be healed. We can save money on doctor's visits, on medicine, on all of this stuff if we just get a revelation of what the Word says. And I'm going to read that again because it's so good. Proverbs 10, 16. The earnings of the godly enhance their lives, but evil people squander their money on sin. Verse 22 says this. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. How many rich people do we see in Hollywood or athletes that end up committing suicide or they're in and out of rehab? Or you can see them in an interview and they're just completely miserable. Money alone does not solve issues. You can have tons of money and still be miserable with life. You can have tons of money and still commit suicide because you're so depressed. But when you have this, just like what we read in Proverbs 3, that's why I started with it. If you seek the wisdom and understanding of the Lord, if you seek and live according to what His Word says, then He can give you as much money as He can and you're going to use it not to just benefit yourself, but to benefit the kingdom and to benefit others around you. I mean, in the, in the New Testament, he tells us that he desires for us to give to every good work. We can only do that if we're blessed and have more than enough to live off of and provide for our family first. Good morning, Pastor Larry. Proverbs 11.25 says, The generous will prosper. So that right there. I've had many people ask me, well, why do people like Bill Gates? Why do people like all these other people that are wicked as can be? Why do they get to prosper? Well, if, if you have any knowledge of the way taxes work in any country, especially here in America, people that are rich give more than anyone else. Why? Because they can deduct it on their taxes and it works for their benefit in their taxes. But also, it works as a godly principle that if you're generous, you're going to prosper. If you don't give to other people, the Lord can't bless you. And that's what, we, I mean, we've seen this like crazy in the last few years. I mean, I'll just be honest. We went from one of us, what one of us was making a year and a half ago, the increase we've seen between both of our incomes in the last year and a half has gone over what one of us was making a year ago. A year and a half ago. Why? Because we pressed in, we took a hold of this, we preached this no matter what it looked like. We've been giving like crazy. We gave last year 
what one of us was making two years ago. Why? Because we got a hold of the Word, we got a revelation of what the Word says, and the Word works. His Word cannot return void. His Word cannot fail. Grab a hold of the Word. Live according to the Word. If you're generous, you will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. When's the last time you did something for someone else? When is the last time you did something that brought relief to someone else? That they were just like, oh, thank you. I don't have to t- worry about that anymore. It can be a simple thing like bringing them a meal, bringing them clothes for their kids, whatever it is, making their car payment for a month. Maybe you know someone that's going on a mission trip. Bless them with whatever they need or cash if they don't need any material things. I'm, I'm ready for us as a church to be at a place where if, some, if someone comes down for prayer or something, we just, as a church, just start laying cash all over them. Proverbs 11.25, New, New Living says this, The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Good morning, Stacy. I'm just going to pray for you now because I love you. Father, I thank you for Stacy. I thank you for the increase that we've seen in her, just the growth. I thank you, Father, that you have desires for her that you have promises made to her, that your word says, by his stripes we are healed. I speak to COVID-19. I speak to pneumonia. I speak to every part of the body, and I command it to line up with the word of God in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you for healing and wholeness. I thank you that all this will just be so that we can declare the goodness of God, that it will all be a testimony of his goodness and his provision, and his miraculous power. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, where were we? Proverbs eleven twenty five. 25, same verse, different translation, the Good News translation. I, I just had to pull this one out because people forget it exists. But it says, be generous, and you will be prosperous. Help others, and you will be helped. Help others, and you will be helped. The New Living Translation says this in in the verse before it says give freely and become more wealthy listen to this give freely and become more wealthy this god's way of things is is the opposite of the word the world the way the world thinks um i'm just going to read what i posted on facebook this morning if i can get to it i was reading this morning and this verse really stuck out to me I can find it. 1 Corinthians 7.31 out of the Passion Translation. We are to live as those who live in the world system but are not absorbed by it. For the world as we know is quickly passing away. So we live in the world but we don't live according to the world system. We actually live the opposite. Where the world tells you save, 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 put into your 401k, put into your savings account, invest for the future... The word tells us, give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. 
The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Proverbs 13 verse 4 says this. Lazy people want much but get little. But those who work hard will prosper. Man, I wish we could teach teenagers this. Because teenagers go through this phase where they just get lazy. It's like you establish hard work ethics in them when they're young and you see it especially in sports or school to where they like they go and give everything they want to learn more they want to get better and then they hit like 16 and they get lazy for like three years three four years and with guys sometimes that goes into their mid-20s but it, it comes back don't worry it comes back lazy people want much but get little but those who work hard will prosper uh, chapter 13, verse 22, the King James says this, A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. How can we leave an inheritance not just to our children, but our children's children, our grandchildren, if we aren't prospering? How, I mean, yes, I want my kids to understand hard work but I also want to be able to bless them to where they don't have to worry about, oh, how am I going to get my first house? How am I going to get married? How, how am I going to pay for God? I don't want them to worry about any of that. It's up to me as a parent to get the revelation, to live according to the word, that I am such a blessing not only to my kids, but to their kids, that they don't have to worry about any of that. Yes, they still work hard. Yes, they still do what the Lord has called them to do, but they don't have to worry about any of it. 19 verse 17 says this if you help the poor you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you who can re I don't care who it is Jeff Be what's his name Jeff Bezos that owns uh, Amazon is that his name Bezos I believe that's his name Jeff Bezos Bill Gates I don't care who it is none of them can repay you like the Lord can repay you so when you give to the poor, the Lord will repay you. Sounds like a good idea to me. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 21.5, New Living Translation says this, Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. So this is one thing I love that Pastor Ryan teaches on a lot, and especially if you're in staff meetings with him. He is all about, he's a big budgeter. He's, he, goes, it's, he and I give each other a hard time because I... I'm kind of a spreadsheet guy. He's kind of just like, he can do it all in his head. I like to see it out in front of me. But he's one of those guys that like, look, it's great that the Lord wants to prosper us. But if we don't live with a budget, if we don't know what we're spending, then we're just throwing it all, half of it away anyway. And we're wasting money on stuff. So this says good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. But hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. People are always looking for that get-rich-quick scheme, that side hustle. But hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. I'm just going to, we'll just sit here for a second. got to be faithful to what the Lord has told you to do. Many people get frustrated because the Lord has them in one spot for a period of time. But if you're not faithful with that one thing, how can he move you to the next one? How can he increase you if you haven't proven yourself faithful with where you are? 
Proverbs 22, verse 4 says this, True humility and fear of the Lord lead to riches, honor, and long life. Man, I just get excited when I read this just because for most of my life, I've heard, well, God doesn't want us to be rich. We don't need to be rich. If if we're Christians, we you know, we're supposed to just give everything away. Well, if, if I'm reading this, if I'm reading the word, I mean English is my first language. I speak a little bit of Spanish, uh, a little bit of Moza, I can speak a little bit of Portuguese, not very much. But if I'm reading English like I think I am, it doesn't it, the more I give, the more I get back anyways. That's what uh, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, if, if you listen to him, one of his stories is he was in first class on a plane and he was talking to the lady next to him and the lady was like, well, what do you do? After she told him what he did, he goes, well, I'm a minister. You're a minister in first class? Aren't you supposed to give all your money away to the poor? He goes, I have been and I keep getting more money and more money and we keep feeding more kids and more money keeps coming in. The more you give away, the more you get back. It, it's it's mind blowing. If you have if you can find the emoji, put that mind blowing emoji up. I love that emoji. But it, it is completely mystifying and awesome how the Lord works. That it works backwards to the way our natural minds think. That if we, if we give, we're not going to have enough. But the more you give, the more He brings back to you. Proverbs twenty four. Verses 3 and 4 out of the Amplified. It's one of my favorite emojis other than the T-Rex and the penguin. Amplified. Proverbs 24. Good morning, April. 24, 3 and 4. Through skill, skillful and godly wisdom, a house, a life, a home, a family is built. And by understanding it, is it is established on sound and good foundation. Listen to this. And by knowledge, its rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. So how many people have a house? If, if you have a house, put the house emoji up. If, you have, if you're believing God for a house, put the praying hands and the house emoji up. Because we're going to get to some revelation here today. I'm telling you. It, I know it may be, I know people don't like long series, but if you get a hold of what, what we've been teaching on Thursdays, your life is going to dramatically change and you're going to not only be a blessing to yourself, but to your family and to the kingdom of God. So Miss Kay has a house. Miss Cheryl has a house. I mean, go, go talk to Lisa and Xavier Gomez. Go ask them about what the Lord's done in their lives. Xavier, just in the comments, how long had it been, or Lisa, whoever is actually paying attention, how long had it been since y'all got a, a new car? And a new house. And I'm going to read this again, what it says while, while they're typing that in. Through skillful and godly wisdom. So that means seeking the word. Seeking the word. A house, a life, a home, a family. This means and a family. So when you seek the word, not only do you get a house, you get life and you get your family. 
because you, you can have all the riches in the world, but you can lose your family too, is built. And by understanding, it is established on a sound and good foundation. And by knowledge, its rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. So if you're believing for a house, seek the word for wisdom. Establish your life. Root your life in the word. And it says that he will build you a house and fill its rooms with pleasant riches. Jen's believing for a house, a cow, two cows, some goats, some sheep, a horse, and chickens. Nice. Come on, Jen. That's what I'm talking about. I guess the Gomez's aren't paying attention. That's what I said. They're on, but whoo, you know what I'm saying? All right. Proverbs 27, verse, verses 23 through 27. Be diligent to know the state of your flocks. All right, so this, this is kind of what we were talking about earlier. Good stewardship produces prosperity. That's what this is, this little section. Thir okay, here we go. 13 years for a new car, and this is our first brand new house. So they went 13 years without ever having a new car. They've never had a new house. And guess what? In the last, like, two months, he's had the same truck for 14 years, lived in the same house for almost 16 years, and they bought that. That house wasn't new when they moved in. And in the last two months, they've bought two brand new cars and just moved into a brand new house last week. And you know what the only thing that's changed? Is in the last year, year and a half, Xavier has made a change in his life. Fully committed and surrendered his life to Jesus. And started living according to the word. And as the spiritual head of that household, the rest of the household has been blessed. The rest, ha the rest of the household has reaped those benefits and reaped that harvest. And I'm telling you that it is just the beginning for them. They are going to increase and increase and increase and increase. I command raises and promotions for those guys. And it's the same for each and every one of you. I command raises and promotions for all of you that are living according to the word. I would challenge you, out give yourself. We, that's what we love to do when we get our year end statements for giving. We love to see if we out gave ourselves the year before. Out give yourself constantly. Why? Because the Lord tells us to, number one. The Lord tells us to over and over and over and over, give, give, give. But the awesome thing about it is not only does he tell us to give, but he tells us, hey, you give to my people and I'll pay you back. Proverbs 27, verses 23 through 27 is where we start. Good stewardship produces prosperity. Be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds. What does that mean for us? What, you say, I don't have any herds. I don't have any flocks. Be diligent to know what's going on with your finances. Be diligent to know what's going on at your job. Be diligent. Know what is happening in your life. Don't just flippantly go through life. Good morning, Festo. Thank you for joining us. Know what is going on. Don't just flippantly spend money and not know where it's coming from or where, where it, what's going on in your accounts. Be diligent to know the state of your flocks. And attend to your herds. For riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. 
When the hay is removed and the tender grass shows itself, and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in, the lambs will provide your clothing, and the goats the price of a field. You shall have enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and the nourishment of your maidservants. If you have to know what's going on, not just in your finances, but in your job, whatever your profession is, you should be one of the best at that profession. You should be studying that profession. You should know what it is. Miss Kay sitting here, she works with dogs. I'm sure she can tell you a lot more about dogs than I can. Pastor Cara sitting here, I'm sure she can tell you a lot more about teenagers than I can. It's from different aspects, especially pop culture. I have no idea about pop culture. But I promise you, Pastor Jordan and Pastor Rob can explain that to you. We have to know whatever God has called us to do. If, if you're a warehouse manager, you better be the best warehouse manager. If you're a general manager of a car dealership, you better be the best general manager of the car dealership. Whatever the Lord has called you to do, plumber, an electrician, a stay-at-home parent, whatever it is, the Lord has blessed you, and He wants you to prosper. But it's up to you to know what's going on. Proverbs 28, verse 8. Amplified says this, He who increases his wealth by interest and usury, excessive interest, gathers it for him who is gracious to the poor. So what is that saying? Remember what we just read, for the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just? Those who take advantage of people and charge high interest rates their money will be taken from them and God is going to give it to those who give to the poor. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. We just declare and pray and thank the Lord for bank errors in our favor. We thank you that people that are in debt, that credit cards will lower their interest rates for them. They'll cancel debts in Jesus' name. I thank you for it. Proverbs 28, 20. Amplified says, A faithful, a right-minded, I like that, man will abound with blessings, but he who hurries to be rich will not go unpunished. A faithful, right-minded right -minded man will abound with blessings. couple verses later, 25, verse 25 says, An arrogant and greedy man stirs up strife, but he who trusts in the Lord will be blessed and prosper. Verse 27, He who gives to the poor will never want, but he who shuts his eye from their need will have many curses. He who gives to the poor will never have any want. And that's what I love about Psalms chapter 1. Chapter 1 and chapter 23. I love those songs. Well, we can see here in the book of Proverbs that the book of Proverbs is written about wisdom and obtaining wisdom. But look at how many times he tells us about prosperity. That if we seek wisdom, if we seek the Word of God, if we live righteously according to the Word of God, then see how many times he tells us that we're going to be blessed, we're going to prosper. We're going to have houses full of rich luxuries. We'll have more than enough food. We'll have peace, 
long life. I mean, it goes all through the book of Proverbs and tells us over and over and over, he will make us rich. The, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Those who work hard will prosper. That's what I love about the book of Proverbs is it's not just promises, but it's also a pra very practical book. It gives us wisdom on many different areas. Well, that's really all I have for you this morning. If you have any questions, let me know. Anyone over? Is it just still Lamont over there? YouTubers don't like to comment. Oh, Arhan retracted their message. I mean, just think about that now. I mean, this, I say that with hesitation. This is this time of year where everyone gives freely. They, they like to throw a little bit of money in the salvation, the Santa, the creepy Santa outside the store, ringing the bell. They'll throw a little bit of money, their change, in that red bucket. But I, I would also, when you give this time of year, ask the Lord where he would give specific, where he would have you give specifically. I forget where it is, but um, the word tells us don't just scatter, farmers don't scatter seed. They don't just flippantly scatter seed. Flippantly is a good word for today, apparently. But it, it, it's kind of like if I am wanting to grow corn, the, the most grown product in America, I have to know that it's in the right soil. I have to know that it's in the right time of year. I have to know how to space out that seed, how deep to plant that seed. If you want specific harvests in your life, ask the Lord where he would have you sow. Your tithes and offerings, come here. If you're a member of church in the city, your tithes and offerings, come here. No question about that. That's easy. Your tithe is 10% of your income. Well, do I give net or gross? Well, do you want a net or gross uh, harvest back? Tithe before your taxes. The other thing I would say that this really doesn't get taught a lot, that I wish I could find the resources of a pastor that taught this, and it was a real revelation for me. If you own a business... Don't just tithe off the salary you draw from the business. Tithe off of the profit of the business. You want your business to increase. Maybe it's been stagnant for a while. It's kind of just stayed at the same level. And you want it to increase. Tithe off your business. Stop just tithing off your personal salary that you draw from your business. You can, the, the Lord will also tell you, Give to other places. He'll tell you to give to individuals where you don't even get a tax credit. If you're giving for a tax credit, then you're, you're thinking about it backwards anyways. There are many more benefits to giving according to the word than there are tax benefits. Trust me, if you're giving according to the word, if you're doing, living righteously, he's going to take care of your tax issues anyway. You're, just, you're, you're working with the wrong tax person. Right, if you need a good one, and you don't mind paying the money for a good one, let me know. I'll, I'll connect you with one. But live according to the word. Give according to the word. Give where God's telling you to give. And you will see a benefit. You will reap a harvest. So, Well, we love you. Let's see what the announcements are. Let me get my handy dandy announcement sheet. Did you see that? It was kind of
flew out of nowhere. Let's see. If you want to give, you want to sow in. I mean, we're talking about giving. What a better time than now to give. You can give right there, right there. There we go. You can give to Church in the City at any time. You can text to give. You can put the keyword Pastor Sean in there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, or you, you can just type that number. I mean, text that number, 972-848-6005. You can type hashtag donate right there in the comments. We thought y'all would like that, but apparently y'all have not liked it very well. Apparently some people are worried that other people see that they're giving. How dare they? How dare people know that I'm giving to the church? <laughs> We've got some cool things coming up. We are going to try. This hasn't even been announced yet because it's not even solidified, but it is solidified. We're going to try it, see how it goes. We are going to do two candlelight services this year. One on the Wednesday for our normal service, and then on Christmas Eve, we're going to do an outdoor one, kind of like we did Easter, to where you can listen in on your, in your car, you can sit outside, we'll see how cold it is, but that, that's going to just allow, I know some people haven't been able to come to church, um, that's going to allow those people that haven't been able to come to church to come and stay safely in their vehicles, they can listen to it right on the radio, so we're going to give that a go, see how it goes this year. Giving Tree. If, if you want to bless a family here in the church, you can pick up a name and give to them. The new devotional books are in. You can grab those at the back of the auditorium. We have Holy Ghost Prayer here in a little bit. If you need us, you can get a hold of us. If you want to give to the other thing that Pastor uh, Hankins always does every year is he asks church in the city members attendees anyone watching to give to the staff to so that we can bless them for this time of the year and as an end of year bonus kind of just tell them we appreciate them so you can do that on the blank spot on the envelope you can say staff it's s-t-a-f-f -F. you can write thousands you can write ten thousands I'm believing, I'm even believing we're going to have a $100,000 offering in the next six months in this church. In Jesus' name. So, we love you guys. If you need anything, email us. The email address is going up on the screen as I speak now. There we go. Oh, look at it. It's, it's right on top of the Charlie Brown tree, like a little star. Well, Love you guys. Hope you have a great day. And don't forget to join Pastor Jordan, Pastor Caro. Any surprises for tomorrow? No? Nothing exciting? We'll see. Oh, she said we'll see. So you don't want to miss it. It'll be very exciting. Be the best live stream of the week. Maybe they'll even bring an ornament for the Charlie Brown tree. We don't know. Maybe they'll give away gift cards. We have no idea. So be here tomorrow. Stay classy, Church in the City.
hope you enjoyed today's service. You can always rewatch this message on our Facebook and YouTube archives. Download our podcast app to hear other messages like this one. We love you and we hope you have a great week. Follow us on social media at CITC Dallas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more information about what's going on in church in the city, visit our website at CITCDallas.com. We believe that message spoke to you today and will continue to have a lingering effect as you carry on with your day. Come back frequently for new messages and go and check out Salt Shaker 513 on Facebook, Instagram, and saltshaker513.com. You can also partner with us and all that God is doing on our website at saltshaker513.com. We love you and we look forward to spending some time together again soon.